This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I am your host, Caitlin. Super excited to be here. Let's dive in to today's topic. So I am your host, Caitlin. Welcome back to the End in Mind podcast. I am so excited to be here with you all today. And one of the questions that I get a lot from my clients is how to discern between the intuition and our logical side. And this is something that rings very much so home for me. I would love it if you all feel like this ever or if you're unclear on what the intuition is, if you could take a screenshot right now, tag me on Instagram, let me know that you all are feeling the same type of conflict with the intuition. What really is it? What does it mean when people use the words intuition? So when I say something like, intuitive Instagram. What does that mean, right? Each person in our space tends to have a different definition around what intuition means, around what it really is, and how to strengthen it. Well, I have to share with you all, I listened to this audiobook by Deepak Chokra. I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly you know just like call me out if I'm not because as you guys know I roll with the punches and yeah I tend to not always have the correct pronunciation of things so please also take a screenshot let me know if I'm saying it right so really what he shares in his book creating affluence I believe it's called I listen yeah creating affluence it literally is an hour this audiobook and I'm gonna re-listen to it a million times over. It's so funny when I told my mom that I was listening to this audiobook the other day when I was headed up to meet with a client. 
she's like, oh my God, I read that book. I love that book. Um, And it's just really funny how full circle a lot of the personal development work and workshops that my mom took me to as a kid is now what I do in my everyday career with you all chatting, with my one-on-ones, even with my management clients. We really do focus on strengthening their intuition and allowing them to create from that space, right? It's really about finding your flow is really what your intuition means to me. Um, And it also does not mean over-consuming content. It's really about unplugging. And what I loved about what Deepak mentions in this book specifically is that you find the intuition in between thoughts. You find your intuition in between your thoughts. So a lot of us think, oh, well, to be intuitive, I have to be extremely intellectual, right? And I have to be articulate and I have to be research worthy and I have to be all of these things, credible, right? It's that logical side of our brain. But actually, it's the complete opposite of that. What I love about his description is that this was actually a tool that was given to me, like I said, as a child working in between thoughts, how to redirect your thoughts, change neuro patterns, even though a lot of people back then, you know, I'm turning 27 this month, actually. Um, So we're going back, you know, almost, I want to say 20 years when I went to my first workshop, I was around seven years old. So that would add up actually. And they didn't really understand that it was neuron rewiring, or at least that's not how they taught it to us in these workshops. It was really just about redirecting thoughts. Now we know that the brain has patterns and those patterns continue to run until we consciously create a different pattern or rewire that way of thinking. And what's so miraculous about the intuition is that the intuition is actually the space in between you rewiring your thoughts. It's actually a level of consciousness and self-awareness that we gain over time. It's like a strength. It's a muscle within our brains, within ourselves, within our souls. And this work of reconnecting to your intuition really is all about reconnecting to yourself. So when I say intuitive Instagram, I mean an Instagram done for you, done by you, done through your soul, speaking to your clients. It's really just you. It's your personal brand. It's who you are. It's your values. It's your ethics. It's what you stand for. All of those things. And what's so crazy about this is that we think, oh, well, we have to think about business, right? We have to put business into action. And yes, of course, action is needed in business in order for things to be driven. But Really what we need to focus on is getting quiet, slowing down, connecting with the intuition before we take that action. Because if we move and continue to operate at the level of basically working with everyone else's nervous system, right? We're like picking up on these energies from external things and we're acting off of them. We're really not acting out of our own drive, our own intuition, our own thoughts, right? Or our own logic. 
we're really just picking up on everybody else's energy and then trying to do exactly what they did because they had a successful business or that influencer that you see online. It's like, oh, okay, I have to do exactly what they're doing. And what happens with this, which I know I've shared with you, you know, you all these stories is that no one can really tell you what to do in your business because it will never work. (laughs) It will never work. And I know because I've hired so many people, I even recently hired people that it just wasn't working. They were trying to teach me a way of working with clients, a way of selling that isn't aligned for me. It's not how I work specifically. It's not how I want to work, how I want to represent myself. And being able to connect with the intuition has allowed me to then redirect my trajectory of my work, right? Not staying in this people-pleasing pattern. Like the old Caitlin, when a situation arises like this, would have stayed in this program, right? Would have stayed in this course, would have spent all of this money and then honestly bitched and moaned about it after I got through the program, right? I spent all this money, it never worked. You know, I did all of the things. I would tell myself like this story, this narrative that I had around investing money into my business and not getting anything out of it, right? Because when people are telling you what to do, It's very rare that you're actually going to take action on that, right? Especially we as highly sensitive, intuitive, empathic women entrepreneurs, we don't really want to be told what to do because we got to our places of where we are now pretty likely just by being us, right? That's the drive. That's the intuition. And the more we strengthen this intuitive muscle, we're able to see these red flags faster, right? So the same thing comes down to hiring a coach, bringing on clients, deciding what piece of content to put out today. All of this is connected, is rooted in the intuition. And we can't really look externally for that advice. It's not an external factor. It lives within us. And it's almost something that we can't see or difficult to put words behind, right? All of these abstract thoughts can be challenging to then rein in, right? And explain. But this is really what it is. Your intuition is the crux of every single decision that you make in your life, not only just in your business. And being able to discern if that is for you or if that is against you, right? And against your beliefs, against your values. So... What's really ironic is like a lot of the work that I've done with these coaches has been around my values, has been around who I am. And then I realized, okay, you know, not everybody is perfect for us to work with, right? Like even Meraki as an agency for social media management isn't perfect for every client. Just like who you all work with, Sometimes the clients are great, right? And others teach us, okay, maybe we don't want to bring on a client like that in the future. Maybe we need to niche down more. It's all a learning opportunity. So what's been so amazing about having my long-term coaches with me along on this process is that they reminded me that even though we might make investments, we might try things out because we want to grow, because we want to invest in ourselves, And we feel like, oh, 
maybe it just isn't a good fit. As long as we're voicing that, we're reconnecting to the intuition, we're allowing ourselves to speak, stand up for ourselves, articulate what we actually want, right? Like for me, this was so hard. Even today, it was hard trying to figure out what to say and how to say it. What do I actually want? Is this giving me what I want or is this taking me away from what I want? Is this deterring me away from my goals or is this you know actually helping build me is this fueling what i actually desire is really what it comes down to and i know you all hear me say this all the time when you're first connecting to the intuition that is why the emotions are so important because we're taught in society to ignore our emotions We're quite literally programmed to demoralize this muscle of the intuition. We are taught to break it down. We are taught to not value it. So of course it feels uncomfortable when we're starting to check in with ourselves, feel these emotions, and then take action after that. So remember how I described in the beginning, you slow down in order to speed up. And it's because you don't have to throw money at all of these shortcuts, right? Or fixable problems. Of course, you can invest in your business when it's right and when it's ready. But we can't operate those decisions or make those decisions without first reconnecting to ourselves and asking ourselves the right questions. And that's what we do here at Meraki for our clients because I know that if I didn't have my long-term coaches with me reminding me of how strong I am, of how much I've learned, that I can change the trajectory of the way that I want to take my business at any moment in time, even if there's contracts involved, even if there's promises that have been made. I am in control of my own life, right? We can take that power back. We can realize that we can connect to our intuition. We have the answers within. Stop looking externally. And when you have a coach to support you in that, that is when it really becomes magical. Because I find us as solopreneurs, we don't have a team, right? It's not like we can walk into the office room and explain what's happening and get opinions, right? Even if we could, that would be disconnecting from the intuition. When you work with an intuitive coach, and when my clients work with me, it's very, very rare that I tell them exactly what to do. Normally I ask them a series of questions, allow them to talk, process, and then communicate how they're feeling with me. So then I can reflect that back to them, right? And then we can put a plan of action together based around how they're actually feeling. And this coaching, the reason why the package is three months and six months long is because it takes a longer period of time to build this muscle. You know, I've been working with my coach for over a year now on this intuitive aspect. And there's still days, right? We're not perfect. Like I just described to you all a series of events that occurred recently. But what's fantastic about this is even if you make a non-aligned intuitive decision it's all about learning 
the other day I was down at Drexel University speaking to uh, a room of students and they were so kind and so welcoming. And I loved what one of them asked me. She said, if you could go back in time, like, would you change anything? And at first I said to her, oh, hell yeah. You know, I've made so many mistakes. Of course I would go back in time. And then I changed my answer right on the spot. I just said to her, you know, as much as I regret the decisions that I've made, the bad decisions, the wrong investments, right? Every single decision that I've made led me to where I am today. And if I didn't learn those lessons or have that knowledge before today, maybe I would have made worse investments. Maybe I would have made worse decisions, right? Instead of taking them as lessons and redigesting them into being a different perspective on me and my business. Um, And that's really the beauty, right? Because the more you can connect to this intuition, this is the really, really big piece that I've started to see with what I do is that I'm connecting to myself more. So I'm not putting my value into my business I'm not saying that if my business doesn't do well one month that I'm a failure, right? And that used to be the old me. A lot of you have heard this evolution of myself and, you know, at times I'm like, this is like my audio diary. <laughs> like This is literally my journal because I don't want you all to one, feel alone when we make decisions that aren't always aligned. But two, just to know that like, oh my gosh, we are not, we are not making mistakes, right? We're only learning and getting back on track, whatever that may may mean. Sometimes getting back on track, like I said, is stepping away and having different conversations. Like with my clients, sometimes we get on, we talk about what's going on in their personal life, what's happening in their relationships, because whatever is happening in their relationships or physically in their body, for example, is going to affect the business, right? It's all connected. We are the source of our business. We literally bring the light in. We breathe air into our businesses, especially as solopreneurs. That's a lot of weight to bear, right? Especially when you're coming from a corporate background where you have an entire team of people that you're leaning on. It's not only you. And now all of a sudden, you know, who's to answer when something goes awry? Hey, it's me. I'm the problem. (laughs) It's me, right? Like literally to quote Taylor Swift. It's a great personal development, fast-tracked way to learn a lot about yourself. But damn, right? Sometimes it's a lot. It's not even hard. It's just a lot to digest, right? It kind of hits you all like a ton of bricks. But getting back to that intuitive connection is that when you're hit with a ton of bricks, you're able to make an aligned decision based off of your opinions and no one else's. Because when we get into business, of course our nervous systems are out of whack, right? And that's what I mentioned, like we're kind of feeding off of everybody else's nervous system online through our coaches. If you have team members, it's the same thing. It's very easy, especially for us as highly sensitives. Like we pick up on that immediately. Sometimes we don't even know 
that we're reacting off of other people's emotions or reacting off of their nervous system, right? Like the the actual feeling of it, the energetic feeling. And that's when we can be pulled off course. So the more that I give myself space to digest that space and time, not rushing, not feeling like, oh, I have to make this work. I have to figure this out today, right? Putting all this pressure on myself, I gave myself time. I gave myself space and I didn't constantly think about it because remember the intuition connection is built between in between thoughts. That's when the magic happens. Not when the logical side of your brain is telling you to go on and be in scarcity, right? And frantically email all of your leads because you're so worried about it. No, your intuition would tell you, let's meditate, let's slow down, let's go make some lunch. Then we'll follow up with these leads on Instagram, we'll reconnect with them, like their stories, maybe reach out, ask them how they're doing. That way you can operate from an aligned place and not that place of scarcity or that place of picking up on everyone else's nervous system, which can sometimes be scarcity, right? And then we're like oozing it out onto our clients. So that's why I really believe in this intuitive coaching. And after a few experiences these past few months, it's just reiterated that even more to me. You know, one of my clients said to me that I make her feel so safe when when we're working together. And, you know, if if something occurs and she has to reschedule a meeting or whatever it may be, it's never a big deal. Like I just let her know that, hey, this coaching is for you. This isn't about me, right? This is about my clients. Of course, I'm building a business, but really when I'm working with clients one-on-one, it's about you guys. It's not about me. So I don't make it about myself. I don't take it personal. I don't create a story out of it because at the end of the day, we're all just human. And we're all just trying to get by and make it, right? And make it big if we want. Or sometimes our intuition just wants us to feel safe and feel good. And that's enough. Like for me, that's where I'm at right now. I just want to feel good. I want to feel happy. I want to feel fulfilled as we're rolling out this new brand. I don't want to be in constant hustle. And when you're able to see that, right? And see that somebody else is operating from that place, then you can decide, do I, is this really aligned for me to work with that person? Or do I kind of just need to do my own thing and feel this out on my own? See if I can figure this out on my own first. And that's why I believe so much in our eclipse package and yeah, just being that reflection, right? And having difficult conversations when we're ready for it and when it's the right timing. I love you guys so much. I hope this podcast episode resonated with you. Like I said in the beginning, please take a screenshot. Let me know what you think about intuition and developing it in between thoughts. The last note I'll leave you with when I was in conventional therapy, this was one of the first pieces of advice my therapist gave to me was to focus on the space in between thoughts We are constantly moving. We are constantly developing. We are entrepreneurs. That is quite literally what we're programmed to do. But it doesn't always benefit us. Sometimes the overthinking can actually hurt us more. It exhausts us. It drains that energy. So give it a try. Focus on the moments in between thoughts. 
take a screenshot, tell me what you think about this, journal on it, reach out to me, DM me, like let's talk about the space in between thoughts and what magic we would we could possibly create when we start to just focus on that space. Love you guys. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.